It's not about the technology, it is what you do with it. Welcome to Digital Dash. We are excited about the opportunities technology presents in our modern world, and we spend a lot of time tinkering with the use cases. Join us every week on our podcast as we share our findings and break things down into zeros and ones. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app, and enjoy this episode. Four months ago, the EU lawmakers reached an agreement on legislation. They called this the Revised Radio Equipment Directive. What this directive essentially does is to force all future smartphones sold in the EU, including Apple's iPhone, which infamously still uses the lighting port, to be equipped with the USB Type-C port for wired charging by the fall of 2024. My name is Kwamina, and this is the Digital Dash Podcast. On today's episode, I will talk about why EU is making this move, what it means for Apple, and how Apple has responded and intends to act in the coming years. Now, before I go on, let me give a little bit of a background. You might ask yourself, why is this move by the EU at this time? And what your concern and issue with charging cables are? Isn't something like this going to stifle innovation? And are we sure they know enough about technology to make such directives? I mean, we were all witnesses to the US congressman asking the CEOs of Apple and Google very ridiculous questions during their testimonies before Congress. Well, it seems the EU knows their stuff, and according to them, the introduction of a common charger standard is an attempt to cut down on electronic waste and also make life easier and simpler for the consumer. According to the EU's estimates, this is going to save over 250 million euros per year on unnecessary charger purchases and also cuts down on e-waste by around 11,000 tons. As the world is beginning to place more and more emphasis on ESG, I think this move is a very welcome one. EU announced its plans for this legislature, like I mentioned earlier, last September, but the union's efforts to force manufacturers to have a common charger standard goes back over a decade. I don't know if you remember, but back then, Every smartphone manufacturer had a different charger type. You know, Nokia had this small pin and Sony Ericsson had this 30 pin connector, which we (laughs) called the brush. And every other manufacturer at that time also had something different. Now they all migrated to the micro USB charger, the one that preceded the USB type C as we know it now. That was also something that was really heralded by the European Union. Now, even Apple went from their 30-pin connector to the lighting cable that we currently have now. All right, so now let's bring this home. How come almost every smartphone manufacturer now uses the USB Type-C standard, except Apple? And in recent times, we have realized that even Apple is beginning to use the USB Type-C on their iPads. So why not the iPhones? Well, 
Apple is definitely not happy with this new legislation because they have resisted it for as long as they possibly can. Last year, there were some rumors that came out saying that the next generation of iPhones, which is the iPhone 14s, were going to be released without a charging port and the only way to charge that would be wirelessly. This was to exploit a part of the legislation that stated that only devices that are chargeable via a wired cable will be affected. There's a popular saying that if you want a man's attention, touch the source of his income. Apple said in a statement that this correction will stifle innovation. But really, is innovation the only thing they are thinking about? I don't know if you know, but Apple has a famous program called the MFI program, made for iPhones program. This program gives manufacturers such as Spigen and Otterbox access to Apple's technical specifications and resources needed to create accessories that communicate with Apple devices. If you remember from season 5 episode 5, I mentioned that in order to preserve your battery health and to extend your battery life, you should use chargers which are MFI certified. So basically, what this is saying is that if you want to make an accessory for an Apple device, you need to sign up for this program, sign a contract, and pay royalties to Apple for using their specifications to make accessories for their product. And so what this means is that every time Spigen or Otterbox or any other manufacturer signed onto the Apple's MFI program makes a sale, a cut goes to Apple. If you ask me, this is the major and only reason why Apple still insists on its own standard. Now, another reason apart from innovation that Apple gave was water resistance. Sorry, what? What does that even mean, right? Water resistance. If they switch from Lightning to USB Type-C, they can't guarantee water resistance. How different are the other manufacturers going about it and how come they have been able to ensure water resistance on their devices that have the USB Type-C. Once again, I am not buying this. Can you come up with something else? Can you come up with something else? Now here's the thing, right? Apple has actually not explicitly stated that they will include a USB-C port. They have given an assurance that they will comply with the initiative. I guess what that means is they may switch to the portless iPhone by 2024 or maybe Apple is going to bend the knee and include USB Type-C on their flagship iPhones. Or maybe they could have USB Type-C iPhones for only the European market and lightning charging ports for the rest of the world. This is not very far-fetched because currently the US iPhones have only eSIM enabled while the, the rest of the world has iPhones with SIM trays for one and two SIM cards. Should we trust Apple to come up with an interesting name for the new charging port? I mean, Apple is the only company that will name a notch and have a whole press release and pizzazz around it. I guess we are going to wait and find out what is going to happen in 2024. But if you have any thoughts or any opinions about what's going to happen, you can always tweet at us and, and comment on our Instagram posts at Digital Dash. If you've enjoyed this episode, Please share with all your friends and contacts and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. We are available everywhere. Until next week, thank you so much for listening 
and have a wonderful day.